What's going on? I'm back online. Something happened. I don't know what the hell happened, but yeah, I'm back on. Can you hear me? Yeah, I kind of dropped off. I couldn't hear you at all. Yeah, it's all good now. We we back on. But yeah, man, I've been uh, I've been looking into this whole cashless society thing, and it's happening uh right in front of our faces, whether we uh whether we know it or not, whether we know that we're doing it or not. It's like it's it's already damn near here, and people just don't realize it. And the only reason why I kind of realized it today is because everywhere I was everywhere I was going, it was like we have a coin shortage. It's short of a shortage of coins, coin yeah. shortage, coin shortage, coin shortage. And I was like, what the hell is going on with the coins? I was like, what? Where the hell are the coins going? And so. It made me just start looking into the shortage of coins. And, you know, you know, my thing is, you know, Google and YouTube will tell you everything, whether no matter how you look at it, uh, you got to dig deep for the truth a little bit. But they were just saying, you know, people are not going, people are not going outside the house as much. At least, you know, this is what, you know, they saying they're, they're saying that people are not going outside the house as much, so so people are not using you know people are not turning in their coins, they're not changing their coins because people are not leaving the house, and so it's like okay, but it's like to me, it's like I don't see that. I see a lot of people outside the house, yeah. and whether, whether it's the grocery stores or whatever, but people are still moving and traveling. And 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 doing things and what I'm saying, travel. I'm not mean like going out of the country or nothing, but just traveling around or or town or state or wherever you at. You know, it, it, it's traffic moving. So I find it hard to believe when you go inside these HEBs and Randalls and 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 Fiestas and WalMarts, and you see these damn coin stars. If you got some change, then you using it. Or, or I believe you're using it, or I believe that you turned it in, and maybe I could be wrong. Maybe people ain't turning it in. Maybe people's not taking their coins to the coin store no more and turning it in. Maybe, maybe, maybe they're not doing that. I don't know, but man, the I, fact that it was like people are not moving or people are not leaving their house anymore. I, I found like that was like totally incorrect because what I see in my own city is people people are always moving. People are always in and out of somewhere. And maybe people are just really just using credit cards and, and, and debit cards now. Like I said, I'm in between. I use cash and debit cards. But maybe people yeah. are just really just using the debit and credit cards because of the whole COVID-19 and supposedly you can catch it, you know, by transferring money and shit like that. But Right. But uh, the way, well, you know, they was talking about it on the on the – well, when I was looking on YouTube, I was looking at a couple of videos and they was like, you know, people have already moved to cashless just by period by using shit like Google Pay and Apple Pay and Samsung Pay and uh and PayPal and, and Vimu and whatever other uh app that they have available that you can automatically transfer money through Cash App and things like that and and just basically just using your card, like uh, like that that uh, I don't know if you heard about it, but that uh, that that 
that uh, Walmart that says cashless. Like, I mean, that Walmart that only that doesn't take cash yet is cashless. A lady. Where is it? Oh shit! I forgot where that old lady was at. I have to look it back up, bro. But California, probably. I think it's somewhere over there. Uh, she was shopping for her grandma, or whatever. Her grandma or her mom only uses cash. I just say I just say a family member. I can't remember which one, but it's a family member of hers. But she only uses cash. And when she went, Walmart was like, "We don't, we're not taking cash. It only has to be debit or credit." And you have some older people on there, you know, some older cats, you know, what I'm saying in their fifties or sixties, like, "Well, shit, you know, we don't have cards or credit cards or debit cards, or we don't like to use them. We still use cash, right?" And they was like, "This is weird, you know, kind of don't like it, but." You know, whatever, you know, just like with anything else. And uh, I watched another movie, and this one was in California, San Francisco, and it was talking about the Amazon Go, where Amazon Go is literally just cashless. You just go in there, you pick your items, and then they take that shit directly from your phone. And, you know, and I'm like, shit, we didn't already start this movement. And damn it, don't yeah. even know. Yeah, they've been they've been doing it. And funny thing about what you said about Coinstar, I actually I actually that popped in my head yesterday as I saw one of those coming out of the store and it made me think about it. And based on what you just said, I mean, regardless of what the news says about where people are and where people are not going and people aren't they're not out and about. Well, we know that there is somewhere where all people are still going. Everybody's still going to the grocery store. And that's where all these coin star machines are. Grocery stores. Yeah. And if yeah. there's ever a, if there's ever been a time where people were going through their couches and coin jars and scraping to get any change they can to go to a coin star and get some money for it, they're doing it. So I mean, it's now. <laughs> yeah, this is if it has ever happened to somebody trying to get to the coin star is right now scraping pennies from anywhere. That's now's the time for all that shit. So they're trying to tell people that, you know, that's that the coin shortage is because people aren't at y'all are collecting the coins and not recirculating them because they're definitely coming in. I mean, there's no doubt about that. If anybody needs to change their coins in for cash, it is right now. So the idea that that has something to do with it is, yeah, like you said, that's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, it is. And and then that's the same thing I'm thinking about the shortage on cans. It seems like lately I've been I've been actually listening instead of just hearing. And it's like and then actually reading instead of just, you know what I'm saying, just just walking by and listening. But it's like every store I go into now. Like I said, today, I was recognized the shortage of coins. I went to Wendy's, and there was like a shortage of coins. I went to H-E-B, shortage of coins. And then I turn around, okay, now it's a shortage of aluminum. And it's like, what the fuck? It was like, you trying to tell me homeless people still ain't collecting Art, cans? Getting cans. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm trying to just blame it all on the homeless people, but you know what I'm saying? They're the ones that 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 are that are really, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to put no 
no people down, but when you see homeless people, they got a basket full of uh uh of cans. And they yeah. go through the trash and digging out cans. Yep. And you know they didn't stop working. And you trying to tell me that that all of a sudden, at least in Austin, it's homeless people on every freaking goddamn corner. Underneath every goddamn highway, subway, whatever you want to call it, it's it's, it's somebody it is it's homeless people all around this mofo. Mm-hmm. On every corner you turn, it's a homeless person. God damn it, it's tents set up everywhere inside of Austin. Yep. You trying to tell me these fools just all of, all of a sudden COVID nine hit, COVID nineteen hit, C nineteen, whatever you want to call it, pandemic, uh kiss my ass goodbye, whatever. It's just is it is stop they mojo? It is stop they flow. You trying to tell me that they not finding somewhere to the the the, the turn in they cans? Get the yeah. hell out of here, man. Yeah. So now we got sense. a shortage of coins. We got a shortage of aluminum. And we got a shortage of meat. The meat one was the first one to come. But since I've been working for these last two and a half months with the job that I just got, I ain't seen ATB with no shortage of meat. It doesn't seem like it's just meat just all over the place, and it's enough meat to go around to everybody, it seems like. But maybe it's maybe it's coming, you know what I'm saying? We keep buying the meat, you know what I'm saying? Then, you know, later on down the line, it's going to trigger where we don't have none. I don't know. But, you know, they've they, they been having the shortage of meat since, since, since it started. And I ain't seen no shortage. And the whole well, coins, I don't know nothing about the coins because I deal with coins. When I go to the store... And get changed back. The motherfuckers are popping out coins. They shipping coins yeah. out through the goddamn thing. So I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I ain't been to a place where they said that we're not accepting, you know what I'm saying, cash. It's only been it's only debit or credit. But I have seen the signs repeatedly that say shortage of coins, shortage of aluminum, and shortage of meat. Yeah. Well, there's shortage of meat is just a that's a matter of time. It, most of this stuff hadn't hit us in the face yet, but if you if you get on if you get online and you start looking at any of the third world countries, the places that have the least amount of money, all of those things you're talking about have already hit them, and they've already hit their meat crisis and all the other stuff. So it's coming. It's going to come in waves. I mean, most of those waves will hit us last, um, especially in Texas. Texas will fight the whole probably as long as any other state as far as fighting off some of the legislative stuff texas will probably stick in there for a while but eventually that wave will hit us too but we've got so much local agriculture here that you know food shortages for meat i mean we're heavily stocked but that's only that's only a matter of time um i think you saw that video uh, Mr. Shad, I believe was his name, uh, farm and rancher from North Texas that put out a public service announcement uh, informing everybody that the FDA uh, was mandatory requiring them to euthanize absurd numbers of ready cattle. Oh, you're talking, uh, you're talking about that rancher that was a, uh, 
Yeah. And me from from outside of his uh barnyard or something. He was setting up on the side of the road. Yeah. Yeah, he's blowing the whistle. He's trying to let people know what the FDA was instructing him to do with all of his products and all of his uh, all of his livestock, and that they were absolutely telling him that they had to euthanize large quantities of livestock, including chickens, uh, and they had to dump perfectly good milk. And I mean. If you watch any, if you can find some of the videos online, if you see how much milk they're forcing them to just dump out for no, just dump it out, um, they're creating the shortage. So they're going to give they're going to give everybody the understanding that all of these meat markets and butchers and all of these things are closed due to the COVID nineteen, and then through that they will create the food shortage, but it doesn't have anything to do with that. You know, that's the, that's the, just the byproduct of what they're trying to pull off. You know, they, the food shortage is one of the, it's a war tactics. So the wealthy elite that are pushing this ball from all sides, the main, the, it's all about life style in necessity. So you have to have shelter, you have to have food, and you have to have land. So those are the, the basic minimum requirements for people to live. So if you, they've already got, all of the major food supply companies are already owned by one of the big major umbrella corporations that own everything. Uh, they already control food distribution for the most part. So as soon as they can as soon as they can cut off the line of any independent or self-sustaining agricultural businesses, then they'll take control of all of that, which gives them full control of all of the food. Then they need full control of the mon uh, the monetary system, which you are very aware. They've already got the monetary system. That's on lock. The Fed, that, it, that never was the United States in the first place. That was, that was run the United States Federal Treasury was actually run by the United Nations and their treasury. And the UN is made up of basically the wealthy elite bankers from the globe. They already control the world's money. And as they, go, as they push towards this cashless society, they'll get everyone to digitize all of their currency. And this is part of their plan to get rid of all of the cash. And so once everything is in a digitized system, you're gold doesn't have a it's not backing anything it removes all of these tangible money elements that we value because that's how we know for sure we have money is by whole people that buy large amounts of gold and they sit on it because that's what's backing the dollar so it always holds value but if they can get rid of the dollar and everything is digitized into a one world currency then all of those protective safe holds that individuals have in order to maintain and guarantee their security, that stuff's useless. All that stuff becomes metal. I mean, it's not going to, it's not going to be valued the same way and people won't care. And that's another way for them to scrape the bottom out of all of the, out of the monetary system. This big, this last wave of shutdowns was there. That was their, scraping of the bottom they basically took everybody that had an independent income stream 
by, you know, small business owners, people that own their own companies, restaurants, bars, any independent businesses that are not corporation. And they get all of those businesses in a position where they cannot be open for business. And eventually those mom and pops and all of those things lose those businesses and they don't have independent income streams anymore, which just pushes everything towards having to be that much more reliant on the government and on the systems. So they want everyone to be 100% dependent on their systems. They don't want people having their own way to make money. So this big shutdown on this last one, all the small business owners are the ones that took the biggest hit and most of them are having to close down. And eventually all these mom and pop shops can just get reopened by a corporation of the same business type. It's like, oh, well, you're about to close your doors. You can't reopen. You know, do you want to, maybe you'll franchise one of our locations and just reopen it in your place. And then all of a sudden every mom and pop shop anywhere in any industry are all corporate or commercialized. And I mean, then everyone is, everyone's dependent on the system. So that's, part, that's where the cashless move comes in, is for the money. So you've got food, the money, and now land is the third component. And land-wise, all of the people right now that have mortgages, that own homes, they own a lot of real estate, maybe they're a real estate developer or investor, and they own several homes, but all of the way that the business functions, one pays for the other or one is paying for multiple mortgages, rental incomes, things like that. Everybody's kind of under the impression that because this is unprecedented and because it's crazy and no one knows what to do, that there's just going to be something built in and somebody's going to give them a break. You know, hey, well, you couldn't pay your mortgage for the last six months. It's okay. We're going to waive it or we're going to roll it to the end of your notes. Whatever it is that people are under the impression is going to be kind of the saving grace is not going to happen. This is very intentional. People are generating debts right now, especially on their homes, that they can never pay off. Some of them will never have an opportunity to even get close. So when that occurs and all of the people who are delinquent on all of their mortgages, the banks are already run by all of the elite. They are those they're the ones running the banking system. So when they decide that things have gotten bad enough and it's piled up, push the button and they're going to call in all the notes. And they're going to pull everybody's property that's delinquent. And the next thing you know, they're going to have all of the land on top of everything else that they've got. And then they'll control all three major components for people to live. I don't know if you can even set foot in the bank right now. Can you? Are the doors even open? Yeah, they're open. You can go in, but the only thing that you're really, the only services they're really providing inside a bank right now have to do with investment services. So if you're going in because you need to worry about some investments or because they are still using your money in investments, you know, that, that whole that arm of the bank is really all they're there for anyway. All the other services are just, you know, they're just little baits to just try and get people in there to try and get their business. But the reason that a bank exists is they need to loan money. They need to loan money to people and they need to get interest and they need to have people pay the interest. So that's the purpose of the bank in its long run. That's how they make their money. So offering checking accounts, and you know, shit like that, they don't make money off that stuff. 
know, that's, that's just service they offer in addition, but they need investment and loans, mortgages. That's where their money flow comes from. So, Hey, hey brother Jeremy, I got brother Derek yeah. online now. Brother Derek, welcome to the goddamn random talk, baby, with good content. I got brother Jeremy on the other line. He breaking it down how the goddamn banks are ran, goddamn it. So you know what I'm saying? Go ahead and listen to this positive message from brother Jeremy. Can I can I just say one thing? Oh uh, yeah, go ahead. What's go up, ahead. D? Man. Doug, you sound so, so Doug, you sound so I don't remember exactly where I was, but um so that's the so you can still go into the banks and you can still they're still technically open. The doors are open, but most of it's by appointment if you're seeing an investment banker. You know, that's kind of the only reason anybody is going into a bank at this point. Yes. But they're yes. still open. But there, there's not going to be some big wave of relief for homeowners that are delinquent on their mortgages. When this gets bad enough and the debt number gets high enough, the banks will call in all those debts. And people will get tossed and they're going to have another foreclosure epidemic that's going to wipe out the entire country. And that's, that's the land grab. So the money grab is already, they, they money grab has been done. The food distribution and handling they've been doing, they've been upending uh, ranchers and farmers for decades now, forcing them to work under, certain company umbrellas forcing them to basically their indentured servitude basically they loan them a whole bunch of farming equipment and if they don't maintain exactly certain quotas they have to pay back out of something else so they're basically working for corporations to do farming and they have no way of getting out of it never farming on their own the companies they're working for own the seeds and have forced them to sign over any rights to their seeds so they can't just go take a seed and go start farming somewhere like they're they're contracted they're obligatory contracts and they can't go do anything so they've had the farmers locked up for decades and so food distribution money and land those those three things are those are the three elements required for people to live especially in a society and those are the three things that they need to take full control of in order to make everyone reliant on the system. And then there's no, then everybody's really going to be easy to handle. I feel that. Brother Derek, brother Derek, what's going on, brother Derek? Go what's ahead up? and get on here. <laughs> did I make you frown yet? No. Did you talk about, <laughs> uh, did you talk about negative interest rates? No, I'll let you do that if you'd like. Oh no, I didn't know what you what you were talking about with the are you talking about um uh, Oh well I wasn't going well, well, me, I wasn't going like deep on the banking stuff. I was just trying to lay out the just the basic the basics of the, the three major components that well, well, I'll go are required for people to live. Well, are you are you talking about the people doing uh forbearance on their loans? Are you talking about the no, deferment? No, the the reason why the conversation came up is because I was talking about how I've been at work and lately I've been I've been I've been seeing these signs like everywhere like coin shortages. It's like coin oh, shortages. We're running on no, dude. 
then I went to Wendy's and they was like, we're, we're, we we have a coin shortage. We're running low on coins. And it's like, now I'm starting to actually see. Now I'm actually starting to see this everywhere. And so then I looked, excuse me, and then I looked again. And then it was like, we have a, a shortage of aluminum. It's like yeah. aluminum's running low. So like for all the soda cans, like people like 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 the reason why like they they tell us hey if anybody asks for like a specific flavor let them know that we don't have it because we're we're running short on, on, on aluminum and so now everywhere you pop up the signs are everywhere we're running low on aluminum we're running low on aluminum we're running low on coins and hey now we are you know the first one was we're running short on meat so so uh, brother Jeremy happened to start talking about it. And as he starts talking, you know, he starts going down different paths of, of what we need and 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 what we need to leave as far as agriculture and things like that. Because I was also talking about how a lady went to a Walmart, I forgot what town or city or state, whatever, uh, where she went to go buy groceries for her for a family member and the Walmart wasn't taking cash. It was only using debit slash credit cards. They wasn't taking cash yeah. at all. And, uh, you know, they, you know how they interview a couple of people and, you know, it was a couple of old people and they was like, you know, we don't like it. It's weird. We don't, we, we still carry cash. We still use cash. You know, that's what we do. And then, you know, me, I'm always watching videos. So then I saw another video. It was like Amazon go. And then the rest of the title was, are we ready for a cashless, society and he was talking about how in san francisco amazon go they have like three or four stores or five stores that are just they don't use cash you just go in yeah you pick what yeah. you're gonna pick and you just take it straight and, from and your you, phone no you're supposed to walk out with it and then it knows i think it knows and then it fills you through your account somehow yeah exactly so that's how uh all this started and that's and that's where and that's where we was ending up at. Yeah, the coin shortage thing is pretty crazy because like paper is paper, you know. When they print all that paper, that fiat money, I mean, they it could. I mean, it's not backed by anything. There's nothing. It's just backed by the good faith and the goodwill of our government, right? It's just it. Some, you know, in a some countries like Venezuela. <laughs> well, yeah, in the thirty back, back a long time ago. Uh, but in Venezuela, like that, that's where you see those pictures of people like walking around wheelbarrows full of like cash because it, it ain't worth more than the money that the paper that it's printed on. But coins, on the other hand, are an actual like they're they're a tangible resource. And then like I th- I just thought it was really weird that the Fed was like we're not going to give banks coins right now, and then in turn the banks. Or like, hey, there's a shortage because they're not minting new coins and they're not giving us coins, which I thought was like fucking weird, man. I mean, like everything you ever heard about the the, the Fed is that they they just got a printer, man, and they're just they're just making shit, and then all of a mm-hmm. sudden they're like, nope. Well, see, I heard when I was once again, you know, me watching my videos, and I was just doing it just a few minutes ago before I got on here. Supposedly, the Federal Reserve. Usually around about this time or just usually period, they're printing out over, you know, like a million coins. They was like now is only printing out like, 
you know, a couple of thousand or, you know, somewhere around them base numbers. So now it's like, that's why it's a corn shortage, whether you believe it or not. That's what they, you know, you know, that's what the people say, you know what I'm saying? No, it's real because they're, they're instructing, the Fed is instructing banks, um, ration their own coins. Like you, you should be able to go into a bank right now and take a hundred dollar bill and, and change it in for nickels. Well, right now they won't let you do that. They're like, no, we're, we're not letting you do that. And in turn, all those businesses are getting their, their hard change from banks and banks are limiting how much change they're giving them. So right now it's just on coins. I mean, what's next, right? Paper. Yeah. Which, I mean, like think about coins too. Like there really isn't, I mean, it's 2020 dude. I mean, really coins are some, you don't need yeah. It. I mean, what, like the laundromat, a soda machine. I can't really think of, you know, um, coins. Those are all digital now. Yeah. I mean, like too. if you really wanted to change over to a digital, like uh, money supply, now would be the time to do it more than ever. If that was, your goal, but at least come out and say that's what you're that's what you're doing. But you know they don't need a donation. Wow. They can't t- they can't tell everybody what they're of doing. Of course. Now, like <laughs> the, I'll tell you, what's really funny. it has to look like it it has to look like it's part of the already occurring event. Right. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, this is like the eye of the storm, dude. This is like the perfect time uh-huh. to to push through anything that you've ever wanted to push through. Like, this is it right now. So whether it was a plan or not, it's happening. You know, what's funny, too, is like, um, I know you were talking about, uh, is, is it in September when all of the, the people that um, they, they um, had the option to stop paying rent for three months, but then there was going to be a balloon payment in September? Was it four months? You know, I didn't look into any specific housing promises regarding any of those sorts of things what i was just all i was saying was that almost everybody and just about everybody has some idea in their head that because this is unprecedented and it's never happened before and it's not their fault that through some means or another the government or some entity is going to swoop in and just give them all relief it's like, you know what? It's fine. We're going to figure it out. And that's just kind of the general thinking. It's yeah. like, well, you know, they're not really, I mean, what are they, they're not going to really kick us all out of our houses. It's not our fault. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah, that's, that's wishful thinking. Uh, as far as, as how I read it mm-hmm. is that's wishful thinking because they're doing, this is all intentional. So when all these debts pile up high enough and people think they're just going to get relieved from their debts, the banks are going to call in all these notes and they're going to foreclose on everybody. And then that's the big, that's the land grab. So that's what I was getting into early, before you hopped on was they've already had the money grab. The banks are already run by, I mean, they've, the elite have been running the international banking system for centuries. So the money's already, they've got that locked down already. Most of the food distribution companies are owned by mega corporations. So this last couple of little digs down, on the food is going to, you know, they'll corner off any of the remaining market of that. And then the land grab will be the third snatch you know, for the, it, you know, for the third element of life that they need to control the entirety. Something that I, I think is really interesting is, uh, you know, like, I feel like the sediment is like, Oh, we're, we're in like, this is, 
this is going to be over kind of soon mentality. We're like, I don't think we've seen it. Right. Because like, <laughs> dude. We're locking for the long haul, man. This, uh, yeah, there ain't nothing soon happening on yeah, a relief in anything. Exactly, dude. Because like, holy shit, man. Um, there's people that like, you know, took that government issued, I don't even know what you would call it, but like where um, you don't have to pay your rent for four months and then you balloon payment on either August or September. I can't remember what it is, but they, they can. Right. And everybody's going to default that. Oh, thing. everybody is. But, you know, the really the easiest thing, if they really cared or they really wanted to, you know, I mean, golly, if it was like you or me running this, what's the easiest thing you do? You just say, oh, well, we'll defer it all. And we'll just say there's no loan payments and then we'll tack it on at the end of your loan. We'll just stretch your loan out. Right. And then you, right. You tack it onto the, you roll it onto the end think, of the uh, note instead and, of, you can, and you leave it at the same rate at the same amount of time. Exactly. You just extend, You're it. Just extend, you extend it on the back and, end. And hey, it's unprecedented times. The last five months didn't happen. You, I mean, it, it, you, right. we can do anything where we want. Like we're not at Businesses, what you just said, businesses, corporate businesses do that all of the time they can write they can put taxes toward a future year they can write off losses against the future year like they do that shit all the time so the idea that this is not something that could just be simple uh that's very simple and it happens all the time so that option is definitely available but they won't actually the crazy thing is is like if we were to just take a step back and look at everything if this really is a global pandemic and it really is going down the way we're saying it's going down then fucking a, we're we're in control of our own fate, dude. The highest leaders at the highest points could go, all right. We're just gonna do a hard fucking reset, and we're gonna defer payments all the way. Like for any kind of note that you have, we're gonna float banks instead of floating people, and we're just gonna make this all fucking work. We, I mean, we're we're at we're at mercy of the system that we created. You know. Yeah, we gave we gave the powers to all of the people that are doing what they're doing. I, I want to jump in here real quick because because Derek said something, you know, uh, really just a few minutes ago, uh, how we help create this, like all of this, like mm-hmm. we are somewhat the modern and the modern day slaves just without shackles on our feet. And and that goes for everybody. It doesn't matter what race, color, creed you are. You are a modern-day slave. Basically, you wake up every damn day, 8 to 5, 9 to 5, 7 to 3, whatever your time frame is of going to work, you wake up every day and you go do that every day. And then you come home, you go to sleep, and you repeat the same damn thing. And at the end of the month or in the middle of the month, you, you take your hard-earned cash and you go dispose it to whatever store feeding the 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 the, the machine that, that we helped build. I say that because at the end of the day, when all this happened, when they shut down, completely shut down everything, and everybody couldn't move, and nobody moved, and nobody went nowhere. Dude, dude do y'all remember how cheap shit got? Like gas went all the way down to like one one nineteen. 118, one, uh, you know, like 110, almost like a dollar and 10 cents. I was filling up my goddamn high in the pilot that usually takes almost 40 bucks. I was filling this shit up on 15 and 20 dollars. I could imagine what somebody have, they have a Honda Accord or something. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just saying, like, and, and, and everything that I've, and everything that I've read and listened to, it always talks about 
people coming together, people coming together. And and what Derek said is we are feeding the machine. And yep. if if everybody did come together just for this one accord, just just let's use the imagination, it would, and I mean it would change everything. Like if people actually was like, you know what? The hell with this. I'm not going to work no more. I don't care what nobody says. I'm not doing it. You know, I'm not uh you know I'm I'm not going to work. I'm I'm not going to my money to Walmart or Wendy's or McDonald's or whatever it is that we spend it on. And we kept it. And we all came together all around the world on one accord and said, you know what? We're gonna open up our own hospital. We're gonna open up our own uh school. You know, we gonna we're going to teach people, you know what I'm saying, how the body works, how the brain works mentally. You know what I'm saying? Do you know how fast this damn protesting that happened, you know what I'm saying, where people got out there and protested for a week and then everybody went back to their homes and sat on their couches or went back to work because work opened back up and they was like, okay, well, it's over with now. No, I'm talking about Staying the course, getting together, staying the course. Not for a week, not for two, but for months on end. And showing the higher-ups, the people that we spend with every day, we don't need you, but you need us. And if we're not working for you, and helping to create what you want, then your artificial intelligence means shit to me because you don't have the people, you know, <laughs> helping right. you to bring that technology in. Now we have our own schooling system. Now we have our own banking system. Now we have our own public, you know. And and the cat and the cat that wants to disturb all that because you know it's always going to be one asshole in the group. Well, why does he have to, you know, be in control of this and and what about right. you know what about my car and what about my house and we have families and we have, you know, that's the mother you take to the goddamn barnyard and you shoot in the back of the head because hey, he gonna easy. fuck up some shit. <laughs> hey, take it easy. He's got his own concerns. <laughs> hey, hey, big germ, know what I'm talking about, baby. Uh, so what you just said, what you just laid out. That's you are one hundred and fifty percent correct as far as that being what has to happen in order for all of this in order to stop this ship. That's that is the process that has to happen. The thing is, the problem with that is, is that everything that is happening out here in the world, and I'm talking about to the smallest detail to the big shit. Uh, everything on TV, all of the programming, <laughs> all of the distraction, like anything that we think about, we're like, yeah, they're trying to distract us from what's going on. All of that shit is to keep people from doing exactly what you're talking about. And it's, that's the whole reason that this divide, 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 divide is constant. That's why the news media is used as such a tool. 
and why they're utilized the way they are is because they know at the top that the only way that we can ever stop what they're doing is for all of us to come together on the same page. And they know that that'll work. So they spend all of their time doing anything they can to divide and create divisiveness. And because especially now with social media, everybody feels like their platform is as big as anybody else's, regardless of who they are. Somebody that we would never have paid five seconds of attention to and probably still aren't, that person still thinks that because two people on Facebook liked their comments that it means they were right. So everybody is so convinced of their correctness and there are so many divisive issues that people are on so many different sides of so many different things that getting everybody on the same page is almost unimaginably impossible because that's what they're trying to do. Because you're right, that's exactly what we have to do and they know that. So they spend all of their energy making sure that we don't ever do that. And they've done an outstanding job so far. People are, people are ready to rip each other apart over about 15, 20 different issues that people are ready to get down on, you know? Yeah. yeah. Another thing. Go ahead, Derek. Media. Take something. <laughs> Take something right now. People argue on the internet with each other like – because you read something don't mean somebody else knows about it. I hate that shit. That's all I have to say. Well, that and just because somebody, the people that are sitting, the people who are most convinced that they're correct about whatever part of anything that's going on are the people who stare at the news longer than anyone else. Like, oh, I didn't miss a minute. I've seen everything that happened today. I know all of what's happening. I'm the leading expert. And that's what they believe. And the problem is, is that we essentially are walking around in a world, everybody's walking around the world in a world of, with coins on the ground. And half the people are walking up one sidewalk, all the coins that they're looking at, they're like, oh, that's a heads. Must be tails on the other side. And they keep walking. Everybody on the other side sees a bunch of coins and they see tails. Oh, well, must be heads on the other side of that. And they keep walking. So they see one side of the story, are convinced, and then they never look anywhere else. So 100% of people know half the story and are 100% convinced that they know the whole story, which is impossible, which is why everybody is banging heads against each other because they, they are convinced of one half of the coin because they haven't turned it over. The only people that are turning the coins over are people discussing things like this, like us. Otherwise, we wouldn't know what to be discussing. Also, <laughs> I, I is do, this the only I country in the? Is this the only country on the planet where you can find money on the ground? <laughs> Probably. I know. I know one thing. I remember back in the day when a when a fact was a fact, and an opinion Damn, wasn't an opinion. But now your opinion has turned into a fact, even though you have nothing to back it up with. Well, that goes all the way to the top, man. Like, how many news stories yeah. do you watch when you're like, you can't tell the normal people can't tell the difference between what's op-ed and what's the news? 
What parts? Right. What parts are you getting delivered facts of the, the story? Yeah, it all it's all the same. There's no hey, look, you know, back in the day, maybe there was, you know, like newscasters that when they gave their opinion, you knew that there was a it was their opinion. But there isn't one news show anywhere on the planet where the guy sits down in the chair and says, This is what happened today. This happened, this happened, this happened. Right. All right, see you later. No. Because show, right. you can't they sell can. ad revenue to that, right? Like, yeah, plus, they, plus, they're all, I mean, every news media that is available for you to see on a TV are owned by the same, yeah. it's the same yeah. six, six companies, even less now. Disney bought up multiples of those. So you're really say, looking at a, about what is four. It? You're looking at like four major companies that own all national media. What is so Disney cast and then what is it, Spectrum or Time Warner? Well, Turner, Turner is all of those. Spectrum, Charter, Comcast, any of those okay. subsidiaries you've ever had that took over the other. Oh, hey, Time Warner Cable is now new in your area, taking over Spectrum. Comcast. Yeah, exactly. Or, hey, here's Spectrum taking over Time Warner Cable. That's yeah. four shells in the same company. They just take each other over in different regions. Once one of them gets a bad enough reputation, they just change it out with a new name, and it's a different one of their companies, but they're all the same. So if you've got Fox News, CNBC, MSNBC, CNN, NBC News, ABC News, CBS News, all of those are essentially owned by the same people. And they're telling you different stuff on different channels. So how is it not abundantly obvious that they are intentionally feeding through certain channels? I mean, other, if it was otherwise, if it was just, if it was all fair and honest, then all of those news channels, because they're owned by the same group, would all have the same content. But they don't. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. The only reason they wouldn't is if you were misleading people and using different information on different channels, which is exactly what happens. Why are you on Fox News and they're on CNN getting completely different information from the same source? Yeah. Uh, interesting fact that guy, John Tucker, he resigned. Who? John Tucker. Who's that? The, uh, the, uh, he he's like the biggest name on uh Fox uh, News or CNN News. He was supposed to be just like this real Tucker Carlson. Uh, yeah, there Tucker you go. Tucker Carlson, yeah, the bow tie. Carlson, whoever, the white man, the white boy with the bow tie. Yeah, with the bow ties. Shut he didn't die. Up. I said he resigned. He fucking no, no, no. He I didn't say he, he always died. wears a bow tie. I said he resigned. Bow tie. Shut the fuck up. What happened? I don't know. It just came across Google. I mean, it just came across YouTube saying that uh that, that he had resigned. I didn't click on the video. Uh but yeah, it just said he resigned. I don't know. You know, he might have been he might have been like the only I kind of like that dude. remotely close to <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say like he may he may be like one of the few that actually still says what he's thinking, and it's not completely, well, well not anymore. completely skewed and biased. But I think that's the reason. 
He probably so said, you know what? I'm not pushing y'all's propaganda anymore. I'm not going to say what y'all are wanting me to push here. They probably gave him a whole bunch of, hey, regarding COVID-19, we need you to kind of lean more on this or you need to do more of this. And he probably told him, you know what? No, you. it says uh, I'll, I'll resign. There, I'm out. It says top right for Fox News has to do with a sexist. Yeah, I think it was something on the terms of those lines. Like he was like just uh, just too out there. Like he was saying, you know, whatever he wanted, and it didn't it didn't sit right with certain people higher up. Yeah. So he, so he he's not. Resigned, I do believe. Was he on? Uh, yeah, he's not in line. Not in line with the agenda. Was he? Uh, was he on CNN when he had the bow tie? Where did he come from before Fox News? I have I don't remember PBS or something. Yeah, but, uh, fuck, dude, that's funny, man. But, no, uh, life, dude, everybody's so it's living a world that tattletales I, now. Dude. <laughs> I want to yeah. go back to the uh, COVID nineteen. So I was a video uh, that I watched. Is this a dude called Call for an Uprising? I probably sent y'all a couple of yeah. videos. So familiar video where these people are in Australia. Or I think it's Australia. Uh, and they was like in stage or or, or phase five of like COVID-19 where they had these people literally locked up inside of their uh, apartment building yes. with the police surrounding their apartment buildings uh, and not letting them out. People that was at work didn't know anything about this. Uh, they were saying that we we give you 32 hours to go shop and get food or whatever. But if they was at work, they didn't have the 32 hours. So when they got home, they found out that this was going on and they couldn't go get anything to eat. Uh, and then there was like the next day, police was knocking on their door, taking their family members or the whole family and having them go get tested. And if they didn't get tested, well, then you don't get the chance to leave your, your freaking house or your freaking apartment. There you go. That's the that's the starting block. And this yeah. was happening it's mandatory. In- yeah, I do believe. Mandatory testing, right mandatory now. vaccine. That's that's the road. That's it, baby. About to and on a, and on another tip. Once again, you know me, I'm always watching videos once again. They were showing this cat with the R the RFID chip in his hand and he was unlocking his door. Like uh it, it was Yeah. You know, I don't know if anybody's seen that one, but they made it out of like a big game. You know, they had like these these freaking nerds on there and they was like, you know, I'm a cyborg now, baby. And they was like they was de- <laughs> the situation, like making it seem like, yeah. you know, this is this is cool. This is okay. Yeah. That's and how I, they're going to sell it, man. Convenience. It's convenient. I think I sent y'all the, the goddamn law that was passed in Michigan saying that they was putting chips inside of animals and if it was and, and that it was voluntary for Americans... But if your job was like you had to get this, 
then you had to get it. I think I sent y'all that act that was passed. If not, I'll, I'll send it to y'all so y'all can read it. But yeah, this act was passed damn near a couple of weeks ago. All I know is like they've been doing that shit for a hot minute. I've been seeing news stories since like 2006 on yeah. chipping people, on chipping animals, chipping like families and shit and selling it to you like it's the wave of the future. And then that shit just stopped one day. And then I was like, fuck, they don't even need the chip. We got a cell phone on us 24 seven that we just, you can't even pry it off of my cold dead yeah. hands. We don't need the chip. <laughs> it's all on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> the motherfuckers glued to it. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah, they well, got that's a great. That's a great introduction for. That's a great way to get you. No shit, right? Addicted to the touch and the convenience and the necessity of having that to the point where, rather than have to worry about carrying it around anymore because you feel like you must have it. Well, shit, just put it in me. All right, cool, man. I ain't got to worry about that. That's a transitional. That's, that's a, the fucking. That's, that's the bridge, programming yeah. element, man. Yeah, man, that's yeah. That cool. was the programming bridge. That's your killer app from there. there. To here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was the. That's the bridge from there to here. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. Cell phone kind of freaked me out anyway, dude. My shit does shit that I just look at it. I think I'm convinced. I'm absolutely convinced. You know, there was a time like years ago when I was like. I know this fucking thing spying on me and, and sending me ads about shit I'm talking about. I know I'm getting emails about, you know, like I searched something and all of a sudden, you know, everything, you know, my ads are all targeted by things that I've said. I haven't even searched And People are like, Derek, you're fucking crazy. And I'm like, no, I'm not. And then it comes out that they, yeah. that's the technology. That's how they, that's how they roll. Nobody cares. I'm going to tell you what the new one is. Yeah. This is the new one that's freaking me out. Right. So on, uh, like, uh, your newsfeed on on Twitter or Instagram or whatever, you know, there's a pace that you scroll through things, right? And I'm absolutely convinced if you scroll through something slower and you look at it and it's an app, you will get bombarded by those ads. Sure. I don't know. Well, YouTube already does. YouTube already has a similar setup. If you're if you're scrolling down the YouTube page of videos. Mm-hmm. If you pause, if you pause for even just a couple of seconds on a video, it will auto play that video and it'll show up in your recently played. Yeah. Even if you just sat on it for long enough for it to start. So as far as there being like an algorithm in place for that, sure. Yeah, there is oh, already that's already working. Or your eyes. That's all already. Or your eyes or or if like like if you were like looking at your phone screen and there was an ad for something and your eyes fixated on it for longer than a second i can totally buy that there's some kind of thing in your camera that's watching your eyeballs and it's like oh he really, very oh look he really likes the ad for the french fries let's fucking send him well, that's, about this shit that, that's how that's what they were doing when they first started trying to feel keystroke data it was like, well, if we can just see how fast someone's typing and how slow they're typing, we can literally pick up key for key right? and know exactly what they're typing by just watching it. Or you can watch it through the camera. We'll just watch the keystrokes and we can find out exactly. So even if they don't have access to your monitor, 
they can't see what you're doing. If they have access to the camera, they can still watch you typing. So I remember reading that. Uh, do, you, do you remember that Project uh, Echelon or something like that that records every single phone call? And it goes into like some server like underneath the mountain. And it's recorded for all time. Actually, people there listening to every call and, and making sure there's like, yeah. this is like 2008, man. You know, like, uh, yeah, searching for keywords. Oh, what did he say? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. All right. Pull up the conversation. Oh, that's nothing. They're just fucking around. Oh, that's something. Let's use that. You know, dude, you, you can't tell me that every keystroke ever typed onto Google or anything on the internet isn't recorded. Oh, yeah. And fucking stored somewhere. That address attached to me. Tell me that, of course it is. I mean, I grew up on X Files. Come on. Know that. <laughs> you know that shit's in a fucking mountain somewhere in the snow underneath, like, you know, like 10 stories below the fucking, below the desert in California somewhere, right? Uh, no doubt about it. So, uh, no doubt about it. Break room, Doug. So check this out. I'm going to, I'm going to flip circus here real quick. And uh, go for it. So uh, I might get a little, I might get a little worked up, might get a little serious, but just just follow me here, people. So <laughs> I didn't say it this all day, and I'm gonna keep saying it. I watched a lot of videos. This is where I, this is where I get my do this. This is where I get my topics from. This is where I get new ideas to go search for myself and then come back with my own perspective on things, and then I come try to put it out with y'all guys or put it out by myself or mainly Brother Derek, whatever he got the chance. So, like, like like I said, like I've been saying, lately it's been hard to do this because, you know, I, I, I'm waking up at 6 o'clock in the morning or 7, you know what I'm saying, busting out a 10-hour day, then coming home. If I got my kids, I'm trying to spend time with my kids before they go to sleep and before I go back to sleep. So I really don't have time to, to do this no more or I don't do it no more. Uh, unless it's on my days off and then on my days off, I'm trying to use it, trying to really be on my days off and I'm not trying to look at any information or anything like that. So with all that being said, uh, as I'm driving now, since I do a lot of driving, instead of listening to my music, I, I listen to to videos. You know, I, I might not be able to see the the, the pictures or whatever, uh, but you know, what I'm saying I'm hearing what what, what they're saying and uh, getting some type of visual when I have a chance. Uh, so today, once again, this this dude that I listen to called Call for an Uprising, he was talking about how lately they've been pushing this agenda about you know, stop asking God for help, pretty much. It's like, why are you praying? Why are you asking for wisdom, faith? You know, why are you asking for this when it's all about you? You can do it. You're you're the person that brings right. up this. He was showing like clips of Obama and these two and these two brothers, I guess the the uh, Oral brothers, or he, he said it started. He he was making fun of them like they 
like like they named Rom, they last name Rom with Homo, and he was like, it's not Tony Romo, <laughs> but but with the last name. <laughs> so, anyways, the the thing about it was he was showing Obama, and Obama was like, you know, we don't need your prayers, you know, because prayers don't help with what's going on. Prayers are not helping with the situations that we're in. He was like, it's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, and, you know, all that type of stuff. And then these other right. guys was like, you know what I'm saying? He was like, you know what I'm saying, during this time of crisis, you know what I'm saying, why are you asking, you know what I'm saying, oh, oh why are you leaving it up to faith, or why are you praying to Jesus for help? You know, Jesus has nothing to do about this. You know, God has nothing to do with this. You know what I'm saying? It's all about you. You've done this. You helped us do this. You know what I'm saying? You helped. You know what I'm saying? You know, you helped helped other people, not God, not Christ, not Jesus. Yeah, it's all about the self. Yeah. So, uh, personally, uh, personally, me, look, I don't know about anybody else, but me personally, all I know is, 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 is faith. Like, that's all I have to know. And that's all, like, believing in Christ is all about is, is, is you believing in something that you cannot see and then having faith that is real and that whatever you whatever you ask for or pray for is going to materialize because for one he, he tells you to bring your issues to me and then you have to have faith that he's going to take care of your issues and at the end of the day you know what I'm saying? You telling me that me praying for somebody is not helpful. I don't believe that. You can say what you want. What has prayer done? Well, for me, prayer's done a lot. <laughs> I don't like I said, I can't speak without else. But for me and my situations and the and the type of trouble that I done ran into. Over my course of, of 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 living and driving and 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 riding with, you know, what I'm saying them things and 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 with liquor bottles in the back and and warrants up the yin yang and getting pulled over by police officers and guns and at and at that instant moment I prayed and had faith and continue to pray and have faith and. The police officer comes up to your door and asks you for what he asks you for, and then goes back and then comes back after thirty minutes or forty-five minutes, and he lets you go without saying anything. Yeah, I got, I got some type of faith. I believe it, no doubt. Uh, when you take faith away from people. And when you start telling them that that is is not useful, this is where we begin to have a big problem. Because 
you're not you you're basically telling Christianity people, hey, your God is not worth anything, and we don't need them, and it's all about you, the people, and you're trying to gatherize the people and trying to empower the people. I guess that's what the whole Me Too movement was about, which is okay in some instance, but it has a big downfall because you do, and I try not to go here a lot, but you do need the Heavenly Father. You do need Jesus. You're not you're not talking about Buddhism. You're not you're not getting on, on national television and saying, hey, you know, you you other religions, you know, y'all need to pray to them either. You're constantly, you, you, you're just talking about Christianity. That's it. Yeah. The attack, the attack is on the Christian faith. And you're, what you're describing as far as what that agenda looks like to you and how you're seeing it show itself. Well, that is the, the wealthy elite and the Illuminati agenda, that is their agenda. The Illuminati and the wealthy elite are a satanic occult group. I mean, they they are full-on ceremonial, doing all sorts of wild stuff, baby-killing, you know. The list is long and really disgusting. But that is who they are and the entire purpose of their agenda is to put the world in a position for them to raise up the antichrist that is their goal that is what they have been doing and that is the intended end goal is to bring about the antichrist and in order for that to happen they have to have a one world government which they are very close to pushing through they need one world currency, which we are already talking about, cashless society. So if they get those two, and then they get a one world government religion is the last one. Get one religion, and the leader of that religion will be the Antichrist. So all of these little things all collectively push together to get to this point. So when you're seeing that show up in the news media and in videos that people are making in Hollywood, that's the agenda getting pushed through because they have to get rid of Christianity in order to bring up the Antichrist, which has been the goal and what they've been working on for 2,000 years. And did you even hear that movie, like a movie coming out, but it's a girl playing it, but she's playing Jesus, but she's gay. What? Yeah, I haven't heard that, but it's it's that's exactly what that's exactly what they're supposed to be doing. I'm going to send y'all the video. Like I said, hey, I'm uh, going to No way, dude. No way. Yes. Are you really surprised? No, I'm not, but what's it called? <laughs> no. I don't know. I can't remember the name of it. But Is like I said, I'm gonna send as soon as we get off of here, I'm gonna send y'all both the links so y'all can watch it for y'all self. But it's on okay. is is like I said, the cat that I watch called for an uprising, he's you know, you know, he's a Christian, so he takes stuff a lot of a, 
very uh uh what's the word I'm looking for? To heart. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He takes stuff spiritually and very and, and he takes stuff very to heart. You know what I'm saying? So when he sees stuff like this, you know, he goes off because it's like, look, dude, like y'all only attack Christianity. Y'all don't attack any other right, that's what I'm faith saying. or religion or anything like that. Is is just Christian faith, no matter no matter what people say about Christianity, whether you know it has, you know, whether it's been, you know, tossed and turned for many of years, people then took stuff out, put stuff in, it has a lot of pagan roots. At the end of the day, if I read the New International Version, and if you read it, it still has a lot of core use of how you're supposed to live your everyday life or what life is about and what life is, even to this day. <laughs> With all the corruption yeah. and all the corrupt stuff that goes on, it still gives you a lot of value of how you are supposed to live your life as a, as a, as a human being. Whether you want to believe it or not. Well, and you're right too. And so let's let's string it all together. So with what you're talking about, and we're we're talking about the attack on Christianity essentially. But one thing we have to also kind of differentiate is that not all not all Christian groups or Christian people are actually following the same thing, whether they know it or not. And that all ties back to the Vatican. The Roman Catholic Church is kind of at the, they're kind of at the beginning of this whole story, uh, including the Illuminati agenda and how it started. So if you run this back far enough in the timeline and we go all the way back to the days of Christ when he was actually on the earth, we've got the Roman Empire which was which was going all over the world trying to conquer every civilization and they were murdering so they were taking by force they were a war force and they were conquering the world and they were doing it by murdering people and just taking them over so they did that for so long once they got once they got into the the day and the time of Jesus and all of those events occurred that's when they realized this is the truth. Like, this is the real hey, deal. Hey, I don't want to interrupt you, but I just Googled this movie. It's called Habit, and you're not going to believe who the girl is that's playing. Oh, boy. It's Michael Jackson's daughter. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, that's, that's uh, what the fuck. Well, there's, a, that's a, there's your tie in from hollywood illuminati what the fuck satanic occult agenda right there dude lesbian right out of the music industry hollywood so lesbian jesus to be played by fucking paris jackson the daughter there you go dude what yeah i told you that makes makes perfect sense it makes perfect sense man it runs right into the rest of this dude holy dude oh my god you're talking about dividing people. Like it's mm-hmm. easy to divide people. Just do shit. Like well, here's. That. Well, that's actually where that's actually where this goes, though, is that if you're the Roman, if you're the Roman Empire, and you've spent all this time conquering through war, 
And all of a sudden now you have seen this man and the things that happened and you witnessed all of these events that actually occurred and are documented. And these Romans saw this. So what did they actually do with it? They decided we'll kill all. They killed Jesus and they went after anyone who was following him. So they essentially took out the leader and everybody else that knew what the leader wanted them to know. That was their, they were trying to kill all of the Christians. I mean, that was what was happening at that time. So once you actually figured out that that is the, oh man, do you see what all these people do when this man speaks? Like this guy is telling the truth and he's got control. So they killed all the Christians. They hijacked Christianity and the message and they turned that into the control mechanism. So moving forward, they didn't have to go country to country and try to murder everyone and take it over in a sense of conquering. They stole Christianity, turned it into their version of it, removed the elements that gave power to the individuals, which was in the true messages. They pulled that stuff out and then represented Christianity but they used it as a government, a government tool. So instead of enslaving the world through war and through conquering, they took over the world through religion. They turned, they turned their, they turned their crusade from physical war to a governmental religious war. And they just took over country by country by country by using their version of the original message after they killed all of the original people, which has carried on all of this time. And now you've got hundreds of different versions of Christianity, different sects of this, that, the other, through all this time, their version of it has created more separation within even within Christianity, not to mention all the separation from everything else. So they hijacked it a long time ago and continued their crusade to conquer the world. They just, they just stopped using war tactics, which led to the Illuminati agenda, the Vatican and the Pope and all of these things that we've seen through all the years. That's, that is essentially where a lot of the source of evil comes from. And you see in all of these videos, Who's with? Who's got pictures with the Pope, and are in, in in private meetings? Presidents of the United States, military institutions, foreign leaders from over all around the world that we don't get along with, but the president and that president and the Pope are all hanging out together, having meetings. The number of things that ties all them together is unbelievable. But that was that they did a long time ago and tying it back even to where what Doug was first started with, with them telling us, you, yeah, you don't need to pray. What are you praying for? You know, we're needed to be here for each other, help each other. We can get through this. Well, that that whole narrative has been the same since they started. Uh, the King James version of the Bible is absurdly edited. There was actually not a book in the Bible called James. King James put his name onto a book of the Bible when he created the King James Version. 
there's so many things that are different in that version because they removed and edited enough of it that people could get close. Like you said, there's so much content that is good that you can use and that it helps you with your daily life and how to live. But the things that really connect the full circle so that you truly understand what is going on, they removed all of those elements. So they could only be the ones that know them. And when you're talking about they're telling you not to pray, well, that's because they know that most people don't understand how to pray. And the reason they know that is because they removed words from scriptures, literally. So when you think about just in generality, what most Christians or people who are even familiar with Christianity or religious anything, they talk about in the Bible, why do people pray? And where does it talk about it? Or where does it tell you what to do? Well, in the King James Version or in International Version, any most of the, the usual suspects, it basically says something along the lines of, ask and ye shall receive. Uh, that's the common understanding. Most people are familiar with that. And in the King James Version, that's basically what it says. Ask and ye shall receive. There's stuff missing from that. There are two words missing from that that completely change the context of it in its entirety. And those two words are as, if. So when someone says do something as if, they're basically telling you, well, okay, so go to that business meeting. You're not successful yet, but act as if you are. That way they'll believe it and you have a better chance. So as if, act as if. So those two words missing from this changes the entirety because what it actually said was ask as if and ye shall receive, which changes the meaning to ask as if it has already happened, meaning belief, meaning you have to literally believe what it is that you are asking. Yeah. And those two words put that meaning into words where you can understand it. Ask as if it has already happened. Believe that it has already happened. That is the intention of the prayer, is to ask for it as if you've already as if it's already happened. So it truly requires that you believe. Yeah. Now you remove those two words from that, you really don't have much of anything. But if you even go back further and you go back to the original Aramaic translation of it, it actually says Ask without hidden motive and be surrounded by your answer. Be enveloped by what you desire, that your gladness be full. So you are supposed to be asking without a hidden motive and be surrounded by your answer, meaning be enveloped. You should believe your answer through your whole body. These, that's two sentences. And those two sentences change everything about your understanding about what it means to pray. And all of that was removed from the Bible. And they left us with, ask and you shall receive. That's what King James did whenever he edited down his version. And I'm glad so, you said that. Uh, I'm going to let you go ahead and finish. Finish that up. Well, that's what I was going to say, man. That's the, this, this, this whole thing we're dealing with right now really funnels down and simplifies into this is all spiritual 
And everything happening right now is a spiritual attack on Christianity and on Christians to push this new agenda forward in order for the new world order and the Antichrist to rise up, which is being essentially led by Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the World Health Organization, the CDC, which are all tied to the United Nations, which is the head of all the elite banking from all of the major financial countries of the world. Man, I don't yeah. any Christ talk, man. That gets me scared, man. <laughs> tired well, you shouldn't about, be scared. Now, now you know what, now know what like you're that. missing. I'm like, mm, I gotta go. <laughs> don't be scared. <laughs> you don't be scared. Trumpets of four corners of the earth and shit. I'm like, hmm. Yep, well, it's about time for me to go ahead and hey. bow out. Brother Dick said he like that vengeful God got to break that rain, baby. That's what, that's what I said. I, I like that Old Testament God, that vengeful yeah. God, that eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth God. <laughs> no, you don't. One. I forgive if you. Like, yeah, that's that's the business one that wants you to die and yeah. go to hell forever. That's the I one. Don't think you, like, I, really, I don't think you do. What, I don't think yeah. you do like that. That's one. the one. That's, that's the one that wants you to suffer forever. An eternity in hell. Yeah, that's that one. That's the vengeful yeah, I don't one. Think you, yeah, yeah, I don't think you want that guy. Very likes. He's seeking vengeance on YouTube. So, <laughs> oh, I know that. Mine's coming. I'm sure of it. Nah, you're good, dude. I don't but, know, dude. I'm pretty guilty, bro. Yeah, see, that's the <laughs> see, that's the other that's the other big uh, that's the other big lie that is involved in that whole reconfiguring of the Bible and all of the words that they took and moved and is essentially that Eric, you ain't got nothing to worry about because that shit already got handled. I mean, in case anybody forgot, you know, the, uh, the purpose of Jesus actually coming was so that you didn't have to worry about that problem anymore, which is not your problem anymore. That's just been handled. That COVID nineteen, I'm worried about too. Well, that ain't real anyway, and you ain't seen COVID nineteen yet. COVID nineteen, the the real COVID nineteen won't come out until the vaccine actually gets introduced. It'll be then in the vaccine. It'll be in the vaccine. The real the real virus will be in the vaccine. That's when people will really start to die in large quantity. Is when the vaccine comes. So all of this stuff is just. Corona virus. Everything we've seen is pertaining to the old, decades old that we've had forever. Coronavirus, COVID, we know actually exists because there's a patent for it. However, that is not what is responsible for anything we're seeing right now. Yeah, man, I'm gonna tell you right now. I, I mean, that sinus infection that they got, they got out right now. That ain't shit. That ain't nothing. Well, I mean, you. Well, you look at you look at all of the spike, the, this massive spike in numbers in hospital visits. Oh man, there's oh there's so many people in the hospital that are sick. They have respiratory problems. Well, that's a direct correlation to massive amounts of people constantly misusing respiratory masks. If you create a hostile environment around your breathing system, 
where you are trapping carbon dioxide and all of the other bacteria that comes in and out of your mouth and nose, and you cover that up and you lock yourself into it, you're creating an incubation chamber for all that bacteria. And then you're just breathing it back and forth, back and forth constantly without any relief from it, which is going to very quickly turn into respiratory infections and having issues with your mouth and nose because that is a direct correlation of doing that. The science is proving it. There's plenty of evidence of that. No shortage. And the CDC actually had to put on their web, it's on their website that wearing a mask of certain type for certain quantities of time is dangerous. <laughs> it's on the CDC's website. Do you remember, so remember, they like, know. remember when this first started back in like March or April and they were like, the CDC was like, just want to let you know wearing a mask ain't going to do nothing for you. <laughs> like, yeah. And now it's the most important yeah. thing ever. Also, and, on yeah. that, like on top of that, fucking, uh, I just watched some, some news story last night where this doctor's like, it doesn't matter. It's airborne. Well, it's airborne now? Like it, it mutated? <laughs> like really I'm like okay fuck alright I guess I'll just stay, in, stay inside forever well I mean the simple fact that it's a virus and it's a dead element viruses are dead you can't inhale a dead virus and catch it that is an impossibility you can't hey, actually hey. do that Hold on, guys. Hey, keep talking. I got to go take care of something real quick, but keep talking. I'll be back in like three minutes. Man, he's got to go whoop his kids. <laughs> Somebody has to do it. Somebody's like, got to do it. He's like, I'll be right back. I got to make a stop. <laughs> <laughs> I got to make got to make something stop. Hey, man, keep lighting up the airwaves. I'll be back like in less than two minutes. All right. Fuck that germ. I got to get one of those new masks, those N95s. Well, you know what's funny is I looked into some of the certain masks that are, I guess, some of the most popular ones, not just the little fabric face covers, but like the mm-hmm. real mask. And mm-hmm. I, I, can't, I can't remember all the different names and numbers and types of them, but there is one specific one that is widely used and it is designed and you can go to the manufacturer's website and I mean it'll give you the product and you can read what the intended uses are how it's supposed to be used what environment it's supposed to be used in Mm -hmm. and one of the main ones that if you're in a grocery store you're going to see this on all kinds of people's faces all right and this particular mask is designed for doctors and healthcare professionals that are working in a hazardous contaminated environment. So the design of the mask is to be used somewhere where there's already a known hazard. It's already a contaminated zone. So the purpose of this type of face mask is so that when the doctor is using it in that environment, it is filtering everything inhaled because it's a toxic environment. So it has to filter everything going into the body. So it's filtering ingoing. However, because that room is already known to be contaminated and is already 
a damaged zone, there's no right. purpose in having an outgoing filter. Yeah. So they don't have one. The apparatus pushes the air directly out of out of the mask. So anybody wearing that face mask is literally walking around just as if they didn't have a mask and is just blowing. That's that is literally what that mask is doing. So if somebody's in a grocery store wearing that, they're walking around, they might as well not have a mask on. Well, I because their that. air is going directly out, which means that whole store is also contaminated. Well, Cross-contamination, you know very well. So if somebody <laughs> was walking around your kitchen and they had that mask on, you would go, oh, well, whole kitchen's contaminated now. Well, so, I, you I remember, mean, the idea that they're was, pushing those out and, I mean, they're like, this is a recommended mask. I thought I thought the whole idea of social distancing was because it was transferred through droplets. So you're like, hey, if you're six feet away from somebody and you sneeze, right? You can't breathe any of my yeah, water droplets, water air va- right. water vapor. Yeah. So we need to stay six feet apart. It's like okay. And then the mask yeah. thing just came out of nowhere, just like boom. Right. Like, hey, we need to be wearing these too. Which yeah, let's add to the party. No. Let's make it scarier. Let's make it scarier. Like I'm at I'm at the point right now where I'm like, well, I might as well just put the fucker on because I don't want to deal with fucking anybody. Like whatever. You know, like, like, I'll if I gotta go in the store, I'll throw one on because I'm not gonna be in there for more than, you know, ten minutes or so. So it's not gonna actually harm me. But there are people that have to go to their job and they have to wear these things for like eight hours all day. And that is inevitably going to get you sick. It's impossible for you to not sustain some kind of a physical ailment from doing that. Dude, my, uh, my girl, uh, fiance works for the state. She went into another job interview and they're like, to work for a different department. It's an egg down at the office down off North Lamar. Dude, she had to wear a mask the whole time. It was she was in the building for like she was like, dude, it was so brutal. She's like, I don't yeah. understand how people can fucking work an eight hour shift with something yeah, over. Yeah, they're not yeah, you're not supposed to. It is extremely dangerous. Extremely dangerous. It's fucking crazy. And this is being pushed this is being pushed on everybody while there is manufacturers information telling you uh this doesn't do what y'all think it does y'all are you're wearing this in a grocery store uh you're just breathing everywhere so if that's true and they know that then how real can the contamination level be I don't know. It can't be, why. right? I mean, there's it's not... I can't be the only one that's aware of this. If I know this, they damn sure know this. So, if they know they're doing it anyway, then it must be part of an agenda. There's got to be a reason. It's part of the theater of everything, dude. Part of the theater. Uh-huh. I'm back, by the way. I'm back. I'm, I'm back oh, online. Man, you missed it, man. We were talking about that Wayfair shit. You, were, you weren't you were around, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, 
Dude, that's just fucking hey, scary, I dude. I, I feel like somebody's going What? I said I did look it up, though. Dude, I feel like after looking into that shit, like, I feel like somebody's going to knock on my door, man. I'm like, dude, I can't look at this shit anymore, man. Well, they're all part of the same club. Dude, that fucking... That involves, that involves the Clintons, the Obamas, all this, uh, all this Jeffrey Epstein shit that they're doing right now, putting it on Netflix, trying to make a documentary out of it, going after that lady that was doing all of it with him. You know why they're doing it in plain sight, right? Why they're pushing it, making it look like they're really going after this and making a big deal out of it. It's part of the normalization uh, of that. Well, they're trying to... The network that spans out for this pedophilia network of child trafficking and wealthy elite sex trades for little kids, that... That is a mile-long list <laughs> of people who are connected and involved in it. So what better way for them to cut the tail off than to just make it about Jeffrey Epstein, that lady, put all the dirt out, yeah. riot, wrap it around. Their, he's already dead. They already killed him. So now they get her, wrap the whole thing around both of their necks, let it fall off in the ocean. Everybody will think that they caught the two people responsible, and now it's over. Uh, when, in fact, they were just two of many, and all the people that are tied to it. I mean, the number of people who are on the flight log just for being on that dude's plane? Donald Trump, Bill Clinton, Obama, hundreds of others that are on flight manifest. If anybody gets their hands on that stuff, well, it's game over. So they get these two, and what then was, they can just tie it around their neck and leave it, leave it be, leave it at that. I, I didn't see the documentary. What was the documentary about? It's on Netflix, dude. Yeah, Watch no, it. I, I, I don't want any part of that shit. Well, it's just given it. I mean, there's there's some real content in it, but they're not following the evidence oh. all the way out because if they did it would lead to all these other people so it's like eh, yeah they're giving you some of the truth but they're they're essentially just trying to narrow it down and make it look like these two dude hide I around think, their neck and i think that motherfucker's still alive dude uh man he very well might be because like i said there one thing about somebody like that is they would never kill themselves because they have insurance their insurance is they know all the dirt on everybody that's above them. Bro, they and when you've got that them. dirt, you can't, yeah. you, you don't kill yourself. Like exactly. you, you have all of the leverage. You have every bit of leverage when you're in that position. So the idea you kill yourself is ludicrous. Dude, like the woman getting moved, there are already, there's already stories of her getting like transferred from cell to cell because. They're afraid that she's going to get uh, assassinated, which is like fucking crazy. Like, I don't know if they're just prepping people for her death. <laughs> like, hey, just let you know, this is on the fucking this. This could be on the docket. I said, dude, I, I turned to my fucking woman. I was like, dude, the, the day that they arrested that chick, I was like, watch, she's going to get COVID and fucking die in jail. Watch. That's what that's what's going to happen.
Oh boy. That's all I got to say about that. Holler if you hear me. <laughs> well, <clears throat> gentlemen, it's been a pleasure talking to y'all. Uh, but in the next 10 minutes, we're going to have to wrap this up because the brother phone about to die. So yeah, it's all good, man. I'm out, man. I'm out. We're all good. I think we, uh, I think we, I think we put in, uh, a pretty solid chunk of content in there. Yeah, man. I'm just waiting till they reopen Big Ben, man. That's it, man. That's that's my life. You hope. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all, once they reopen Big Ben, I think I'm going to go out to the desert and die. So I'm seeing gentlemen around. (laughs) No doubt. It's horrible. It's horrible. It is horrible, man. It's a beautiful country out there. Hey. Yeah, but uh, old DC, if you wanna, if you wanna jump back on sometime this week and tack on to this with uh, some of the uh, some of the stuff we got into just a little bit as far as Bible and what what's missing. Yeah, and yeah. Who took it and some, when they took it. So yeah, just let me know. We'll get into that too. We'll we'll tie in the we'll tie in the Ten Commandments and all that good stuff. Yeah, man, because I got some more stuff because because with what you had said, not only does my mama used to always say, and she still does say, speak speak it into existence like as if you're going to get it. There you go. You know, so at the end of the day, she so got when some people secret praying, knowledge right there, I'm telling you. So when people are praying, like just take for instance, and, and I'm gonna use myself as an example because we was born in, so you know whatever. Uh, I had a partner. I had well, my baby. I had I had my baby mama. She was doing this little gig. A friend of hers knew somebody who was doing you know these 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 type of things you know what i'm saying and uh she was like you know what it's free money whatever you know what i'm saying get it how you get it you know what i'm saying i'm gonna try to i'm gonna try to put you down i was like all right do what you do you know what i'm saying so in this uh in this process it was for it was for a grant but it was it was for the COVID nineteen type of stuff. So at the end of the day, it's like when people when you put yourself in that situation, the first thing you want to do is pray to God. Oh God, help me get this. You know how bad I need it. You know, you know my heart. You know, you know what I need. X Y X Y and Z. Right. That's that's automatically what people do. Or I say, well, what most people. Then the next thing you do is you start thinking about this money that you haven't even got that you're that you're thinking that you're going to get and that you're preparing for, and now you're talking about everything that you're gonna do with it, but it's nothing that you told God that you're gonna do with it. <laughs> and then on the backhand, you know what I'm saying, on the backhand of that. After 
after it comes back and says, hey, you know what I'm saying, we need some more information, but you ain't got this information because you really don't have what you're supposed to say that you have, now was now is, oh, God, you know, why you uh, didn't, didn't help me out? You know what I'm saying? Pretty much, why you help me out? And at the end of the day, it's like, dude, it, it, you know, if it was me or it, with, with him speaking, period, it's like God says, I, I come when I'm needed, not when you need me. Right. But I'm always on time when it's something that is endangering your life and you have faith that I'm going to take care of you and help you get out of your situation. Not something that you apply for that you didn't even have the credentials for applying for and then asking me for my help. I have nothing to do with that. You know what I'm saying? Well, like you said, a lot of that is just a matter of you got to free up to pray with with belief, right? I mean, it's not yeah. a casual, oh, are you going to help me with this? Uh, that doesn't sound like you believe that. You know, that's not a very uh, not very convincing. Yeah, and that's my whole point. Like, even even if you are praying with belief, you shouldn't be asking him to help you with something that you shouldn't be applying for anyway because you don't have the credentials to apply for it. Period. And so when you don't right. get it, it's not his fault because you didn't have no right. it, it was wrong in the first place. You didn't yeah, have to so you... for this. So why are you asking me to help you for something that you have no business applying for? Yeah, you know, it's funny is you actually just <laughs> you just touched on you just touched on the other sentence from that in the original the original Aramaic, the sentence the other sentence that's not in there. Ask without hidden motive <laughs> you just you just laid it right there that's that is literally in there so if you're asking for shit you know you ain't got no business asking for then you're asking with a hidden motive yeah it ain't gonna work that's, not, point, what the, that's not how this you you just you just <laughs> nailed it right on the head man that's straight out the scripture <laughs> and then and when it don't happen People got the audacity to be like, God, why'd you do it to me? Well, why didn't you yeah. let this happen? You know what I'm saying? Because, when it does, because as soon as it does happen, just say God gives it to you. The first thing you're going to do, I guarantee you, is you're going to go tell somebody else, oh, girl, this is a blessing, you know what I'm saying? God help me do this and yeah. me this and this and that. But as soon <laughs> as he don't give it to you, and you think you were supposed to get it because she didn't told you everybody else didn't got theirs. And you know what I'm saying? There's a good chance you're going to get yours, but you ain't got Jack. Now you like, you know what I'm saying? Why me? Everybody else got theirs. Why? Why couldn't I get mine? God, what, what happened, baby? You know? And you're going to go tell somebody something. You're going to go tell somebody something totally negative. Oh man, you know I, I I tried to do something, but you know God didn't help me. I guess it wasn't my time. That's exactly what people go say. <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah. it wasn't my it time. It wasn't meant to be. It, it wasn't, wasn't meant my to be. blessing. You know, it wasn't my blessing. I ain't worried about it. I ain't tripping. But deep down inside, you kind of pissed out because you yeah. had already pictured out this money inside your head that you was gonna get and use for other business, for for other stuff. That you told God something totally different on. I'm just saying. 
us, I'm with humans, you. us as humans, we do stuff like this and then wonder why we don't get certain things. But when it comes out of nowhere, you don't even realize how much of a blessing it really is because you didn't ask for it. So since you didn't ask for it, it must not, it must not be no blessing. Yep. Man, Doug, you're mad. I'm just <laughs> I'm I'm not mad. I'm not mad, but but being human as I am and as everybody else is, I just started looking at my I just started looking at myself before I start blaming other people, which I, I've never really done. Right. So so as of now, since I've come into a to a to a to a, to a different a different a different atmosphere and a different light. You gotta call a spade for a spade, man. A jack for a jack. <laughs> yeah. You know, you 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 can't go around praying and asking for something when you know you have totally different intentions on using it. Yeah, you ain't fooling nobody, man. That's you know, like I, I don't know if I could do something like that, man. I, I, I'm looking over my shoulder and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I would be. And it'd be so, like, mm-mm. so it's like that's all I'm saying because when blessings do come, people will give the praise to everybody else, you know, and then forget who it actually came from. Now most people don't, but a lot of people do. If they find twenty dollars on the ground, knowing they didn't have no money in their pocket or inside their bank account, or they had less than goddamn five cents on their card, and they just happened to run across a twenty dollar bill, it was like, oh man, that was some good luck right there, dog. What? And then you know people, (laughs) you know people eat it up, you know. And now every day, every day now you walking around with your head down trying to see if you gonna find another twenty dollars. No, bro, yeah. that was that was him looking out for you. You know, you didn't have nothing. He know you didn't have nothing. Your gas on E, you're about to run out, and then you just happen to step outside your car and there's twenty dollars laying two feet from you. There ain't no little green leprechaun drop that shit off, man. Universe, baby. The energy. Yeah, man, let's get uh let's but, jump but, back on later this week and get get deep on that. Yeah, man. You just let me know when I'm off I'm off on Friday and then you know my, my original day, Sunday and Monday, I'll be off. So whenever you wanna hop on it, maybe brother Derek can do some research by then and maybe he can yeah. come on back and join us. I do, I I'll start counting my blessings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's get back at it. Yeah, let's get back at it Friday. All right. We can do that. We can do that. You hear that, Brother Derek, Friday, baby. I'm going to be sending you a message. All right, baby. All right. All All right, right, Big Jer. All right, fellas. All right. It's been a pleasure. Take care. Be found. All right.